Hello, my name is Marie. And I'm Brendan. And this is Kobayashi Marie, a podcast for the movie I'm looking at things Trek, and specifically for this season, Picard. Um, how are you doing? I'm okay, actually. Actually, I, I was less busy this week, so it's back to me with the Picard, Picard Pracy. Very good. Uh, before we dive in, we just mm-hmm. need to say spoilers, of course. Of course. Um, yeah. We don't want people... Uh, having a, a little shout at us because we spoilt things go watch their damn show then come back and uh, and listen to his rant i think i've got a bit of a rant up my sleeve yeah. later on listen up maybe, to what she says maybe early on let's see mm-hmm. uh, yeah so episode six we're on to now it's called the, the impossible, impossible cube i think i've made a mistake very oh. good Oh, well, whatever it is, it has a twofold meaning. Yes. It had a couple of them. I think it could be box. I think I superimposed Borg Cube onto it. Yes, I think it is box. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it then. Anyway, it's a good job I had plenty of time on my hands this week because this was a (laughs) (laughs) 55-minuter. Unprecedented, but there we are. So we begin in Soji's dream. Nighttime as a storm raging. And this is the first time, I'm sorry, I'm leaping in early. Yeah, go on. This is the first time that an episode hasn't opened 14 years in the past. Uh, I think you're right. I think you are right. Because technically this isn't 14 years in the past. It's a dream. Yes. That she's having now. Mm-hmm. So I think, I know. I, anyway, the first time I think it didn't open 14 years ago. I think you're right. I think but I digress. <clears throat> so she's walking down the hallway, calling for her dad. Opens the door to his lab where we see him through a table of orchids. She moves towards yeah. him, shouts out, he shouts out a name, and she awakens on the Borg cube next to Narek. Are those orchids significant? Well, there was something to do, they referenced them, didn't we, when Picard, I think, first met Agnes, talking the... about how they had managed to either create or separate um, the necessary in order to create. Soji or Darge, so to create right. the synths. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's part of his work to translate what was possible with the orchid into a more um, a living conscious form, um, more complex life form. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> so back to Narek and Soji. Mm. He asks her to tell Do him. We? Go Must on. We? Must we, we? We must. We must. I think they are there. It, it 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 is dragging, I think. Uh, it is quite slow, um, but at least I don't know. He's. I'm trying to work out if he's more than one dimensional or if he's just bluffing and is one dimensional. Mm. Um, I, I think we are, and I think I'm just going to get this out of the way because he's just annoying me now because yeah. he's so secretive mm-hmm. and it doesn't show any emotion. And OK, I understand that characters don't, but he, we never see what he's up to. The only reason we find out what's happening is when he goes into these lengthy expositions or has these weird conversations with Soji. And it's, it's just always explaining things with this really horrible, unwieldy conversation. And yeah. everything just slows down whenever he's on screen. And I just get I'm getting bored. I'm getting annoyed at the relationship, but I'm getting bored with him. Because he's just so, it's just so static. There's 
There's no engagement there. It is, other than when they slid down the hallway in their stocks. Um, yes. That was the only movement there's been to their relationship, really, that we've seen. It does it does stultify, I think, the, uh, the narrative somewhat when we keep coming back to them on the ship. It doesn't move forward. She still seems to be unknowingly in some passive, aggressive, abusive relationship. He continues in that way, telling her nothing. She tells him everything. Um, and we, you know, but that's been happening for weeks now. And I thought for a while I was kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt because I thought she seemed to be on to him a couple of times. And then um, and then she just kind of went along and I thought, oh, I wonder if she's actually using him for something as well. Yeah. But I think after this episode and this these interactions, I don't think she is manipulating him for anything. No. For some bizarre reason, she just sees him as this sexy Romulan, which I don't get. Well, maybe she doesn't know that she's manipulating him yet. Maybe she doesn't consciously know that she has to be with him in, in order to do what she needs to do. Ooh. Then that's even worse on the person who... Oh, it's all getting really icky now, then. Yeah. So he shares nothing. Not even, yeah. his, not even his real name. No. Uh, she tells him everything. Um he ignores questions about what his name is and what again, his is. Again. Uh, then he tells her that he knows she speaks to her mother every night. Creepy. Um, she, don't, she is interested in how he knows that, but he just says he hears things. Uh, and when he leaves, saying, you, don't, you know, basically you know nothing about me, she sort of smiles. Yeah. I mean, what... And then looks wistfully at a childhood picture of herself, which is sitting next to a wooden hand, a wooden doll and a wooden hand. (laughs) I wonder what that could mean. Well, maybe we'll find out later on. Interesting to note that um, they are items that you can purchase quite easily in Ikea. So it's good to know that Ikea is still on the go in the 24th century. Well, why why wouldn't it? Well, of course. I mean, I noticed I was I rewatched the first episode just to see. I was starting to think if things would tie in, and I went back and watched the first episode, or second episode again. Well, there was candles, uh, candles and meatballs. Oh, yeah, I, well, a hat stand in the corner that I bought just a few weeks ago. Oh, right. And they're still selling them. <laughs> so, you know, well done, Ikea. Absolutely. Marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we arrive on the ship. Yay, let's do yes. some interesting stuff. Yes, Picard and Agnes are uh, discussing Maddox's demise. Maddox. Uh, saying his heart just couldn't take the strain, you little liar. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, for anyone who missed it, the reminders and Elnar of the story so far. <laughs> um, so it is on the artefact. Um, and uh, Agnes asking why Bruce would have sent Soji to the cube to find out the truth. And Elnar asking if she may even be dead, whether she's still alive or not. Um, oh, yeah. And then he says, oh, I should outbutt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is quite funny. Thought just yeah. It is. And they're still portraying him as being quite innocent and naive. I don't know if yeah. that's just to heighten the contrast when he becomes a killing machine, but uh No, I think you're right, but also I think I know last episode I was saying I, I don't quite get him. He's just he was being really stupid. Um or he, he he came across as just being a bit stupid when he was doing the stuff with the costumes and what have you. Yeah. This week, I'm starting to see the naivety as as just that, that he really genuinely is out of his depth and doesn't know what's going on. There's a couple of other occasions where, you know, his face 
react and you think, yeah, he really is not not be is that you know small town boy come out into the big quite, city and yet he's quite intuitive and then doesn't have yes. a filter so he kind of says what he sees yes um, exactly uh, so which, I liked which him very was, well yeah. yeah 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 so I did I quite liked him this episode yeah. so he intuits that Picard is not looking forward to visiting the bald cube <laughs> that's uh, not tricky not yeah. difficult <laughs> no uh, and then Agnes brings anyone unfamiliar with Picard's backstory up to date <laughs> Um, the suggestion that uh, having been displaced from the collective means that the Borg may have changed um, is met with an abrupt rejection from Picard. Yes, indeed. Um, saying they metastasize and destroy everything. And then he leaves quite quickly. He does. They don't change. No. Yeah. And, um, yeah, leaving Elnor and Agnes to have. And so he, comes, yes, again, he yeah. reads her very easily. He does. Haunted he doesn't stand it, I don't think. Yeah, I yeah. something she'd like to forget. And then yeah. she responds quickly and leaves. And then he's all on yeah. his own. Because he says, oh, was I in-butting? So he's yes. wanted to out-butt and now he's in-butting. So, yeah. 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 Well. But he's got her measure, I think. I think so, yeah. Yes. I think so. Sneaky eyes. So Picard left quickly, retreated to his study. Yeah. Um, obviously in distress um, and asks the archives for information on the artefact related treaties in the Borg. Which I think it would have thrown up a lot more results. Uh, well, if, if you do that in, in 2020, as I did, yes. <laughs> um, what you get is links to this episode of Picard. But oh. I guess if you did it in the 24th century, um, there might be a it. lot more information. Yes. You'd still be sifting through it now. He still basically Googled himself, though, didn't he? I think so, yeah. I think so. <laughs> uh, and which we saw. So we saw images of what I think was kind of Romulan High Command. We yeah. reintroduced people to Hugh, uh, and we saw him as Borg, didn't we? Yeah. Of Borg. Shots taken from Next Generation episodes, I think. Yes, I think oh, so. Oh, no, actually, from the film, wasn't it? Was this oh, was the it? film as well? Uh, yeah, um, I think, yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, there could be bits of both in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they did that nice overlay of the image. Oh, that was brilliant! Face, again. So, face to face with yourself. That's yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So we see his distress. Um, he's getting his information together. Yeah. Uh, and he's looking to get down there. So still on the ship. Rios now is is unnecessarily sweaty. Well, playing football yeah. on his own in his pants. You know. I'm not complaining that much. I'm not sure quite why he needs to be shirtless, but... Well, it must be warm on the ship. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what it is, really, yeah. It's yeah. Just I'd have gone over on my ankle by then and wouldn't, be, <laughs> wouldn't have been playing for that long. So I wouldn't have been that... But why not Why not call the team in? You could have had, you could have had 11 shirtless Rios. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a bit of a loner, though, isn't he? And he doesn't like those other holograms. He is always... Yeah. Um, what what I was thinking was, oh, are we still playing football in the 24th century? Yeah. Okay. It looks like it. That'll be good. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Keepy uppies on board the ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you could at least have gone to the holodeck and... We well, yeah, yeah. have to go on a pitch. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh-huh. It was, so he was kicking the ball against the garage door outside Agnes's room. She arrives <laughs> again out of nowhere. She just yes. disappears, <laughs> uh, reflecting on the cold emptiness of space and how it wants to kill you. 
yeah that's yeah how to get a man interested to say yeah, you're a bit lonely. describing herself to me <laughs> hollow yeah empty yeah, cold and empty uh she's obviously out there looking for some kind of romantic sexual encounter and she she's just she killed she's just killed maddox that she yeah. was supposed to be in love with that's right what's that's right. that all about uh and this is when she describes herself as hollow hopeless mm. afraid, which could be leveled at anyone on that ship i think I mean, uh, yeah, except, yeah. perhaps elmo who <laughs> hasn't a clue yet. Yeah. He's Clueless. not afraid, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Clueless. Clueless, not afraid. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's got him. So, yeah, she gets what she wants. And then the hand, which which was used twice in this episode, uh, the hand then takes Rhea's hand and leads him the way to dusty death. Or so at, least cons- death. at least we've got consent there, at least we know that. Yes, and she was empowered. She was in control. Yeah. Uh, and she took his hand and led him away. Did. So we see that we talked about a possible um, flirtation last week, and there it is. There it is, yes, yes. So now Narek and Rizzo is that is that better than Narek and Soji? No, because I just it's it's just icky now, and and it, again she was like she was saying to him. You've not done your job. And he says, no, 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 I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. And she's like, well, I'm I'm going to kill her. I'm going to do it myself. And then he drops in this little, ah, but I think the dreams are for a reason. And suddenly it's like, oh, OK, then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah nice idea. OK. So you're not going to have freakish Android babies then in your in your dreams. With her. <laughs> so you're right. It is all a bit clunky, isn't it? You think there'd be ways of showing rather than telling. Yeah. Um. And they haven't got that yet, I don't think. No, they do an awful lot of talking. Yeah. Mustache twirling still. And yeah. there's just no... I just can't get a grip on them. And, and in a sense, fine, because, you know, spies, you're not supposed to know what they're doing. But I just can't... It's, it's drag, dragging is the word. It just feels like everything's stuck in the mud and yeah. needs to be yeah. moved along. I think you're right. I think you're right. So... This unconscious, the dreams, he says, is how she deals with the tension of being and becoming uh, where a human self meets with the synthetic self. And the truth of that past will lie in her dreams. Um, But he has a way of getting at it without triggering her violent capabilities, he reckons. So Mm. she allows him to proceed for another few days. Well, yeah, because she gave him a week before, didn't she? And now she's like, well... Okay, two more days. Yes. I mean, well, any parent would have to follow through at some point <laughs> with the threats, otherwise they become meaningless. Indeed, yeah. Even to spies, I would have thought. And so what's this box thing? The, the Rubik's Cube. A Rubik's Cube, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know we see later on what it is, but at the time, it's just she's calling it a silly toy. Yeah, I mean, it helps him think, he says, doesn't it? Yeah, and it, and when it opens, there's it just looked like some green figure inside. Have I missed the significance? No, I did try and see what that was, but I couldn't. It was we were looking at it from the side. Mm. I, I couldn't. I couldn't see what it was. No, no, I couldn't. Yeah. Um, so that limped slowly on, explaining what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then we go back to the ship again. Uh, yes, let's do much more interesting. <laughs> Yes. Uh, trying to work out how they can get permission to land on the artifact without uh, dying. Yes. 
Uh, Picard wants to go in openly. The Coat Milat way. Um, Agnes suggests going in as scientists. Um, but he says they need to get permission to land and meet with the director of the Borg Reclamation Project, which is Hugh, and he thinks he will, he knows he'll, he'll want to see him. Yes. And then they go to Raffi drunk and back on the snake leaf, which is a bit clunky again. I it think. is. But then, and then we've got this. So she's on that. She's on the, the drink and the, the drugs. Yeah. And Rios is puffing on a massive big Cuban cigar. Yeah. And I'm thinking, are, are people still smoking and drinking real alcohol to get drunk? In the 24th century, have we not moved beyond all these things that are bad for you by that point? Well, you would have thought so, but then they are renegades, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so so I know, I'm not going to drink Synthahol and wake up without a hangover. I'm actually going to do the hangover as well. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Although she didn't wake with a hangover, <clears throat> but we're jumping ahead. Oh, wait, sorry, 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 yes. Yeah. So anyway, she does do this nice... Uh, interplay with her friend former friend um, yeah. uh, at starfleet um suggesting that as they are going to land on the cube anyway it would be <laughs> better for this to be um with the permission of starfleet sanctioned yeah. by starfleet um rather than it risk rather than risk it being seen as an act of war yeah so a friend ultimately gives in she does uh, and Rafi gets a round of applause from everybody. For yeah, work. which I thought was quite cold. <clears throat> the last thing a friend said was, don't ever contact me again. And no yeah. one seems that bothered that it's cost her a friendship. Exactly. Um, uh, and even Picard leads the clap, leads the applause. He does. Well, the Star Trek theme bursts then. Yeah. The absolute original theme. We get all the horns and almost, you know, confetti. And there she is, pissed off her face and lost a, a good friend yeah i thought it was it was it was strange that i wasn't i wasn't quite with that i thought there'd be a little bit more um yes they, they're they're pleased that they can go down onto the the planet because that's onto the cube because that's what they're there for yeah but mm, i don't mm. know it seemed a bit cold i uh, did i was too busy i think i missed a lot of the nuances of that because i was watching elno's face in the background raffi said to emmy um and it's just something like, well, what would I do that for? And she says, oh, come on, I know where all your bodies are buried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see his little face? <laughs> I didn't he, know. he looked very perplexed because I think, yeah. as you said before, he took it literally. So I think he thinks that this Emmy oh, woman, <laughs> this Emmy woman has got bodies literally buried all over the place. And he just made me laugh. And I think that was the point at which I thought, yeah, OK, I'm, I'm with this character now. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't think he did clap. I don't remember. I know they looked at the faces, and I think there was a sense. I could understand the sense of achievement. That yes. Managed to talk them round and talk them down. Yeah. But there seems to be a complete disregard for that, the personal impact of that, that sacrifice, in a sense, that Rafi had made to get them there. Yeah. Which I, I, thought, I thought was a shame. Um, and later, well, and then Rafi, Rios helps Rafi to a quarters where. She tells him she has a family, a son, a daughter-in-law, a grandchild she'll never know. Uh, and he tucks her in and takes the bottle away. She does. Yeah. And she did that really well. I mean, she, that, just think that, because she was really out of it before she even started talking. Yeah. And the, she did manage to talk them around really well. You know, halfway through you think, she's lost this, hasn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, it, it was well done. It was well done. I mean, almost too, you know, she was drunk beforehand, couldn't speak, and then suddenly was very eloquent. Mm. Um, but, you know, that aside, it, it was a nice little um, nice little conversation. I, it was well done. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Elnor, of course, again, his intuition kicks in and he detects the tension <laughs> between Agnes and Rios. Orcs. Yes. <laughs> yes. What did he say? I find, I'm finding it a little bit awkward. Is that what he said? It's something about the 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 tension the tension between you is is I don't think awkward. He said, but yeah, didn't write down exactly what he said, but it definitely uncomfortable. Yeah, because he noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, sorry, wait, yeah, sorry. Just before um, we you said that Rafi Rios helps Rafi into bed. Yeah. By the side of her bed on the table yeah. was an item. Did you notice it? I didn't. I absolutely didn't. What was it? So it's a wooden hand. Is it? Only in darker, like a mahogany kind of polished wood. And it's like, like it's almost like it's lying on the back of the hand, I think, with the palm upwards. Yeah, all right. Um, but then after after having seen the wooden items next to Soji's bed that's why I looked and thought oh hello what's and there's nothing else Rafi doesn't have a lot of ornaments or things around her she's not that kind of person but she has this to me anyway looked like a wooden hand by the side of her bed it's not going to turn into the orange from the godfather is it <laughs> oh no <laughs> so that's the sign every time that's there's something it. wooden yeah oh. yeah oh no yeah so, no, I didn't see that. Right. I'm going to have to ponder what that could mean. Mm. Yeah. Okay. A couple of good lines, though. Yeah. You know, Picard, she says, what's not ego is... <laughs> oh, that didn't go down very well. <laughs> no. But they all knew what she was talking about. Of course. Yeah. And he's so Starfleet, his face is probably still on the brochures. <laughs> that was very good. So they are driving that home. Yeah. About him being so Starfleet, of course. Starfleet, yeah. And he's feeling very distant from the Starfleet that he used to be part of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we conflate a few sections here, I think, yeah. just to keep keep us going. Yeah, go on. I reckon Soji, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she Same tries old, to talk to old. her mum, fell asleep. Narek tells her he only speaks to her mum every night for 70 seconds. She can't believe it, so she calls her up. Then she's immediately tired. She stabs herself to keep awake, but it doesn't work and she falls asleep. And can I tell you that was not 70 seconds, though? No, it probably wasn't, was it? it I timed it because I just thought, oh, hello. It was just under a minute. Right. But then none of it's real time because Rizzo gave Narek seven days two weeks ago. Of course. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah. And, and, but actually, that was real time. It feels like two weeks. Well, it feels like months. Yeah. Um, Mum seems to freeze when Soji's kind of nodding off. Yes. And I wondered if Mum was actually a projection from Soji, because when she falls asleep, oh, the transmission oh. freezes. That, I, I don't yeah. quite know how that could happen. But she really did just as she nodded off the picture, Mum's face froze until she woke up again. Yes. Right, I see. I haven't thought about that, but I think I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because everything now, oh, I've not got to that yet, but no. Although Narek did say there was in, they monitor incoming transmissions, didn't they? 
Oh, right. So right. Okay. Yeah. if it was internal, then that, that wouldn't be the case. But yeah. it did sound very, that was a great idea. Yeah, pity it was completely wrong. Completely wrong. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm just chucking them out there, and yeah. you can flatten them. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my job. <laughs> so yeah, following the good. So Soji wakes up and immediately starts rummaging for evidence of her existence, and yes. quantum dates everything: pictures, yeah. cuddly toy, necklace, to around 37 months old. But not herself. Wouldn't you turn it on yourself? <laughs> ah. Find out how oh, old you yes. are. Ah. Unless it can't scan biomatter. Oh, I knew you'd have an answer. No, well, yes. I, I'm probably wrong again. Uh, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, but why wouldn't she even try? Yeah. Anyway, she finds out that everything she owns is no more than 37 months old. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, um, so now she knows that something is definitely... Oh. <laughs> I, I think I think we're safe. I think we're safe. yes, it'd be safe to say that now. Yes. Yes. So, so Narek, or no, it must. Hmm. Narek said he planted the first seed when he suggested that she wasn't on that transport ship yeah. after they'd been sliding around. Yeah. So he said he planted the first seed, and that was the seed. Has he subsequently gone and? Recarbon dated all of her items, knowing that she would scan everything to test herself. Ah, now that again is very interesting, isn't it? Because he is a spy and he has access everywhere. He doesn't need to ask. Yeah. He knows everything about her because he's planted it all in her head. Isn't that brilliant? See, I never even thought of that. I've only just thought of it now. But if he's planted it all in her head, he knows where all the rest of them are. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Or does he? Or does he? He's done it in order to find. Ooh. Right. No, that's interesting. That's interesting. So he's replaced every because because there's no locks on doors. I've noticed they just tip <laughs> up, the door opens, and say hello, and they walk in, don't they? <laughs> yeah. You know, whenever it has to say come in, you just walk in. Yeah. So he could just go in there, replace everything with stuff that's thirty-seven months old from yeah. IKEA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because there were plant pots from Ikea yep. in her room, yeah. So, uh, now, the pictures, I suppose it depends when she actually woke up at all. If you're going to tell me this is all a dream. No, I'm not saying a dream. What I'm thinking is it says she was only created three years ago and everything she has is 37 months old. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got these pictures of her as a child. Mm-hmm. How long has she actually been awake? How long has she been on the cube? A week? A month? You know, we don't know that she's been around for three years. No. No, we don't, actually. No. Oh. So she might have only woken up two weeks ago. She might have done. Or, or you know, or I, so I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so he could have gone in there and changed everything. So when she did date it, she found out that what he said was correct. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, um, I'll just leap a little bit. So then Soji then explains this to Narek that everything she owns is only three years old. 
Everything in life has been fabricated. He suggests, as you said, the possibility that false memories have been planted. How might he know that? Well, you'd think that's because he's planted them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way to find out uh, if she will trust him uh, is the Romulan meditation, Zalmak. Forbidden to non-Romulans, but what the heck? Yeah, because he's so important, he can override. Do what he likes. Yep. He comforts her with his middle distance there. <laughs> to get to the bottom of it together. And then the hand of the double crosser, Narek this time, leads the way, That's just as Agnes did with Rios. You see, there's something in that, the use of that same image in this it episode, is. which is trying to tell us something or make us think something. Oh, I've forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't yeah. put that image in twice for no reason. No, that's too much of a coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. So they're off to um, Zal Mark. Yes. However, hurrah! Hey, hey! We're back on the ship again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have some movement here. Uh, tr- still trying to get down. Rios reads out the permission statement, but they can't land. They can't land, so it means they have to beam down. Uh, but Picard has to beam down on his own. Um, Elnor's not happy, of course, because he's pledged his sword to Picard. Yes. Picard tells him to stay where he is, obey his orders, do not leave the ship, no one is going to die today. Is that clear? And did that not remind you a little bit of By the Book from uh, Spock? I did, actually, yeah, it did. Yes, I mean, it doesn't play out like that. No. It does. And also earlier, when... Um, Rios is waking up. Have we got to that bit yet? Yeah, where Rios wakes up. Oh, no, we haven't. I'll shut up and we'll get that point. Carry on. Carry on. (laughs) So I'm conflating. um, Yes, I think I jumped about and I've missed a bit, but it's all right. It comes next. Carry on. So Picard goes down and lands on the cube and has these debilitating flashbacks. He does. And the, the reason that Elnor doesn't go down with him was because Picard said no. But I'd like to come back to this a little bit later on because I have a theory. Oh, right. OK. <clears throat> yeah, so he had only been allowed to beam down on his own. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason why Picard said no. Yeah. Um, but he didn't go with it. OK. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, he falls to the floor. Uh, two XBs come and help him up mm-hmm. or stop him from falling again. Um, and he's uh, he's not happy. He's flailing. He thinks he's been uh, picked up by the Borg again. Uh, but Hugh arrives, we didn't necessarily know it was Hugh at the time, uh, telling him they're only trying to help. Um, they realise uh, who each other are uh, and embrace. Yeah, that was lovely. It was, it was, yeah. And from what I'd read around, not scripted seems to be the the, the feeling online. Um, yeah. That this was just something they cooked up between them. And it did seem really genuine. Yeah. It did. And, but so. actually, given the fact that Picard was about to sacrifice Hugh in the Next Generation episode and was talked out of it by the Doctor, I think. Um, I think that's quite a nice welcome because it could have gone very differently. Yes, I think so. I think so. Uh, and Hugh doesn't know why he's there, but offers to help him in any way he can. Yeah. yeah. So they have a wander around um, and um, Picard's asking how Hugh could stand to be there on the Borg cube as an XB. Um, but he says as a citizen of the Federation, he can leave it any time he likes, other than unlike the other XBs. Yeah. 
Um, so I was, quite, trying, yeah. I was trying to figure that one out because some of them will have been Federation before they were assimilated. Yeah. So is is it because I suppose Seven of Nine and Hugh have, were de-assimilated, disassimilated? Unassimilated. I assumed it was because that those that were on that are on the cube were. No, and I was only thinking about the last ship, of course, which was just Romulans, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, but they'll be from all over on the cube. Well, you would right. think so. Well, <clears> what <throat> but they've it, done is they've become property of the Romulans, haven't they? Oh, of course they have. This is what he says um, that uh, as part of the Borg, they were um, governed by the Queen. Um, oh, yes. Only now their queen is a Romulan. Yes. Um, so um, they they can't leave because they're property of the of the Borg of not not now of the Borg but of the Romulans. So they've just swapped one owner for another in that sense. They have, and the Romulans are not the flavour of the month, are they at the moment? Yeah, they are not. Ah. Oh. Right. So is Rizzo the queen then? Is that what you're saying? Well, I think there's two things here. One is either it's just you know continuing the theme. And using the Queen um, just as shorthand. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not literally a Queen, it's just that the Romulan, it, the Romulans are now their master, or again, mixing up genders. Um, but uh, uh, either, either, or Rizzo is actually the leader of the Romulans. But then she wouldn't have put up with Narek for so long. Put up with Narek or. Um... She is quite bored queenie in the way she speaks to people, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. Okay. So, let's see. Let me see now. So, uh, I mean, again, the funny thing was Hugh, when, <laughs> so when he finds out why Picard is there, he says, <laughs> yeah. I knew there was something not right when that Romulan spy turned up. <laughs> Tell us something we don't know. Yeah. Well, now I suppose, given that it's in under Romulan control, yeah. there's not much they could say. But the fact they all know he's a spy means he can't be that much of a spy. <laughs> Good of a spy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not asking questions about it. So anyway, he yeah. now fully understands what's going on, not, uh, <laughs> and tries to take Picard uh, to see Soji. Yes. Um uh, again, they continue with their wander around, um, and Picard is is amazed, I guess, that such, I think this is my word rather than his, but humanitarian project was possible, or even taking place, especially directed by the Romulans. Yeah. This, um, disassimilation. Uh, the word is, yeah. Of the now XBs. Um, and that is a good point as well. What? Why? They're doing it. For the the parts or for the humanitarian isn't the right word, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, they, they might, you know, I guess we thought a few weeks ago the idea of them getting the cube was because of the, you know, the capital that could be gained from understanding the technology. Yeah. And how for the Romulans that might be a kind of game changer in terms of their ability to, to rule the, the galaxy. Yeah. Um, or they sell it on. Or uh, they sell it on, like the Ferengi would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then they wouldn't necessarily have to do the corrective laser eye surgery. 
you know, they could just remove the bits and leave them, couldn't they? Like the Jaisal was doing last week. Yeah. So there, there's something different there. Uh, and, and quite neatly, again, Hugh says, oh, the outcomes are far from ideal. And Picard then comes up with his, you know, quite poignantly, um, that you don't have to let the perfect get in the way of the good, which is something he was accused of earlier on. You know, yes. so you don't, need to, you don't need to worry about it not looking so good. You know, you're doing a good thing. Yeah. So I think you're right. You know, the fact that the Romulans are leading on this project seems to Picard and Hugh at the moment to be a good thing or bits of what they're doing are positive. Yeah. Um, which would, again, suggest, you know, that Picard was certainly in the right trying to save the Romulans um, yes. from well, the destruction of their yeah. planet. Of course. Well, we that's what we think anyway. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be food wrong on that. That would be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But I <laughs> guess it, it, it shows them marginally less than one dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if they are prepared to put this kind of effort in. Yeah. Um, and Hugh says that the XBs are still the most despised people in the galaxy. Uh, I'd suggest that Picard might be the perfect advocate for a future free Borg. <laughs> Um, but I think that shows a little, that he obviously doesn't quite understand Picard's changed status on Earth because people he might be the right person in general to advocate. Yeah. But at the moment, people are not going to take anything he says seriously. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But then they haven't <laughs> met for 20, 30 years. No, that, correct. That is right. Yes. Yes. And we don't know how long Hugh's been on the cube. No, we don't. We don't, actually. No. Oh, I don't recall that being said, no. But he hasn't kept up with news of former <laughs> colleagues. <laughs> Let's put it that way. He hasn't had that Christmas you Not know, on the round Christmas list yet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but they notice Soji's checked in and they go off again to try and find her. Yep, they do. Um, so now we're at the Rios working Raffi with a coffee moment. Yes. Now, I didn't know if this was yet another sledgehammer um, for them to chat about why the Romulans would keep Soji alive now that they know she's alive, um, given well, that they know what she looks like and where she is. And what would the Telshiar want with a synth? What does God need with a starship? <laughs> yeah. See, I had a couple of flashbacks from just line deliveries, line readings, and that one just put me back to the final frontier mm. and Rios didn't have an answer it no. all went it all went a bit dun, dun, dun. yeah um, I don't yeah it certainly wasn't that they did know and weren't saying I don't think they didn't no one knows do they no um, or certainly why they would want to keep one alive so to speak um, no but I, again although that um, that point of recognition that you were picking up between this and an earlier series yeah um is quite interesting i don't know whether we, they really needed to have that conversation because i think we're already sitting here saying what would the romulans what want with the sin except she said tal shiar rather than romulans yeah because the the tal shiar were the ones where laris said in the second episode isn't it you'll yeah. notice that they there is no um artificial intelligence or That's anything right, yeah yeah. technology or whatever it was so it's even 
more significant that the Tal Shia are looking yeah. than the Romulans, I think. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we don't know. More, more questions. Uh, yes, plenty of them. Yeah. Plenty of them. Then we go back to Narek and Soji, blah, blah, well, blah. Wake me up when you're finished. <laughs> okay, so we're in the Romulan meditation cube um, where this Romulan yellow brick road leads the way home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, you're slowing down talking about it. As I am, well. yes, yeah. It's obviously significant that she has to remove her boots. You think, I thought they were going to go sliding again. Maybe she, just so she can't click her heels together too soon. <laughs> but this is his time in this meditation room. He's free to be honest with her. And his real name is Ryan. <laughs> oh, with, Ryan. In, in a Romulan accent. In a Romulan yeah. accent, yes. Could you not have come up with anything else? It's, it's odd, isn't it? Some of these words are odd. Um, and she has to begin her journey at the closing the ironic, but the journey to inner self begins with a literal closing of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with this very, then we have this very slow staged walk around mm-hmm. a, a lamp lit path. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like walking around IKEA, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to follow the arrows, otherwise you just right, can't yeah. get yeah. You're trapped forever if you don't follow the arrows. You just give her a big bag on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll come out with some picture frames and a few candles and that'll yeah. be it, yeah. Right, and then a veggie hot dog on the way out. <laughs> but it doesn't Keep end the... like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like that. So anyway, this takes Soji back to where we started this episode, to her dreams in her yeah. home, yeah. in the hallway, walking towards her father's study. There's so many inverted commas around words in that last sentence. <laughs> home, hallway, father. Anyway, she describes the scene, rain, wind, trees. And we see Nerissa, Rizzo, watching this all the time from another room. Yeah. Um, she enters her father's study, can't see what he's working on because all the orchids are in the way. Uh, her father calls her name and she wakes up. So yeah. we've got to that same point again. So we've done that. We've just done exactly the same thing as we started with all over again. Yes. So the episode could only have actually been 52 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Narek presses her to continue as the truth lies in that room. And she goes, yeah, all right then. I don't trust you, but I'm just going to tell you everything. That's fine. To drive things on a little bit quicker, I'm going to go back to Hugh and Picard. Yay. We don't need to. But anyway, the, the episode did, so we should. They go to Soji's quarters, find it like any three-year-old's room. Clothes everywhere, <laughs> picture torn up, Lego on the floor. <laughs> Picard, <laughs> They realises that she's beginning to understand who or what she is and they need to find her fast. Yes. Uh, Hugh now says she's disappeared, but Picard knows that someone is there for concealing her. Uh-huh. So we go back to the concealment room, the room of concealment. Concealment, <laughs> yeah. She is walking around. Still. She can see the orchids. Still. Um, that her father cared for like they were his own children. Because they are. Little sledgehammer. <laughs> and she wakes again as her father shouts her. Oh. Uh, but interestingly, she says, Narek says, why Why did you wake up? She says, I'm scared. She says, does she say we shouldn't be in there? I'm sure she says we shouldn't be in we there. Be. So, did, so did she mean we and Narek? Or Narek, we or did she, yeah. Stars? yeah. Yeah. Or, so I, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know where it's going that, but I'm sure she said we. Yeah. Narek's asked her to press on again. For him. Abusive relationship alert. Oh. 
Uh, this time she walks around the orchids but still can't make out a father face. It's a blur. But she does see what she believes to be herself lying on the table, a wooden doll. Uh, I suppose it could have been a sister, it could have been another synth being made, but it does look like her. It does. It does. Yeah. And that was the colour of that was the same kind of colour that's next to uh, Raffi. Right. Like sort of, yeah. Right. And why is it wooden? That's what I don't understand. If you would have, I would have expected it to be like bits of wires and flashing lights. And yeah. More technical. Yeah. yeah. Than wood. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. But then it's an implanted memory. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. Again, you know, it, it's not real. But but why implant it like that? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. No. Unless, you know, this is just her in the dream is where the real and the imaginary uh, rub up against each other and she's just yeah. trying to make sense of it. And currently the sense she makes of it is seeing herself as a doll. Um, so I, I guess that, you know, that's one way. Yeah, yeah. If it was true. real, it'd be wires and macabre. Yeah. And, you know, that's true. Like that. yeah. yeah. So she looks up, sees two red moons and an electrical storm. Nerissa, that's it. Rizzo's got it. Find out where this is. <laughs> So, well, it's only taken us six episodes. Yeah. So good job she didn't move too early, otherwise <laughs> got to this stage. Um, back to Soji, she doesn't understand why she was lying on a workbench, why she looked like a doll. Narek tells us because she's not real and never was. I mean, that's nasty. Isn't it? But he does look upset. It does. So he doesn't need to tell her that. And he does look upset. No, but maybe he thinks his sister's still watching. Well, he wasn't. Oh, right, yeah, because she wasn't watching him outside when he was upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he wouldn't know that. Well, he wouldn't when he was outside, obviously. But he he might. Yeah. He yeah. might have felt he had to say that if she was still looking in. That's true. But I thought he did look genuinely upset. Yeah. First time he's looked genuinely anything. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. 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 He did still say it, staring into the middle distance. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but he did look upset. He did. He ran out of the room, left his Rubik's Cube behind, um, switched it on, uh, full of red nerve gas. And But if she's not real, how can it harm her? Yeah. Oh, how would he know that that would harm her? Yeah. He doesn't know what she is, does he? No. Just that she's not real, but that could be in any way. Yeah. Because how many episodes of Next Generation did we get? where everybody was um, taken over by some virus or something happened on the ship and the only person who could save everyone was Data because he was immune to it. Right. And even in the original series where they went down and the flower popped out this little <laughs> powder all over them and they all had a lovely time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't know quite how he knew that would work. Um, but I'm she gets fine. more and more distressed. He can't look. I think he is distressed. Yeah. Um, maybe he is in love with her. Uh, with, I think he's in love she... with the power that he has over her, maybe. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, she starts punching the floor, punching a hole through it. Yeah. Uh, Arek comes back at the behest of the guard, just in time to see her jumping through the hole in the floor. Yeah. Good girl. Yeah, so she's out of there now. Uh, and Narek is in trouble. I think she's <laughs> now... Activated as Picard realises she has been. Yeah. 
and Hugh uh, asks you to take her, him to her immediately. And Narek's also on the case. As they're running through the corridors, one of the XBs recognises Locutus. Oh! But we haven't got time to worry about that. No, keep going. Yeah, so we just keep going. Um, They meet Soji as she falls through the roof. And he quickly explains that he knew a dad and a sister. He knows what's going on and she could go with him. Hugh tells them he knows a way out. And Soji reluctantly goes with them as a large number of Romulans approach. on the ship, they realise that they're in serious trouble. Uh, Picard is not responding, and we see Elnor listening in. Yeah, quietly in the background. Yeah, just trying to work out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last week he was at home carrying baskets, growing up very quickly. Now he's suddenly yeah. <laughs> in the thick of all this, not having the faintest idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Hugh's escape route is in the Queen's cell. Yes. Which Picard remembers, even though he's never been mm. in. Such is the power of the collective. I think the Borg are the scariest things. Uh, they are, aren't in they? In Star Trek. It really is just that always that sense of doom. I think it's the omnipotence and they just don't care. So, yeah. And don't it's... even notice you. No, absolutely you know, not. You can walk amongst them and they're just not bothered. Because you're not important at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. It is. It is scary. Yeah. Uh, and in here is a a spatial trajectory machine. Yes, which uh, it did come up in Voyager. It's the end of Voyager, uh, which I don't know you've not watched that, have you? No, no, I haven't yet. No. But that's where it initially we initially came across it. That particular bit of technology. It's technology from the future. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, did he say then this was? nicked from the Sicarians when they assimilated. I think he yeah. did, didn't he? He said that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the Sicarians are mentioned in Voyager, so we know yeah. it's connected with that, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, and they can get them up to 40,000 light years away, uh, it seems. Um, Picard contacts the ship, tells Rafi to rendezvous with them at Nepenthe. Um, which I've not heard of before. Have you, do you, have you come across Nepenthe before? Uh, no, um, but the word actually, and this this was interesting because I read it and then I thought, oh, now that reminds me of something else. Nepenthe um, is also a fictional drug of forgetfulness in Greek mythology. So while yeah. we're talking about memories and implanted memories, and what, Nepenthe is the Greek word and it's this fictional drug of forgetfulness. Right. And last week, where we started, where uh, on um, Bejazzle's planet, yes, it's called Vergessen, yes. which is the German word for forgotten. That can't be a coincidence. No, and Rios said he'd forgotten. Yes, about Picard. Did maybe deliberately forgotten something about the past. Talked about that because I was surprised he'd forgotten something that they'd just talked about, and you said maybe he's deliberately done it. Yeah. What does that mean then? Well, at the minute, I'm just leaving it on the side as being tied in somehow with memory and and implanting knowledge and that kind of thing. I'm not I'm not prepared to take it any further at the minute. (laughs) And also Picard. um, Isn't Picard's illness to do with his kind of Alzheimer's? Yeah. Yeah. So there's also things in there about memory. There are. 
So I'm just going to leave it there. We've got four more episodes in which case prove that I've dug out the seed of whatever from that. Yeah. Good one. one. I didn't think to look up Nepenthe. Well, it reminds me of Rurapenthe, which is where the, was that a Klingon penal colony in one of the Kirk films? And where, is that the one with all the snow? Where Grace Jones is a monster. Oh, right. Uh, and anyway, I wanted it as part of that system. That's why I looked it up and then couldn't right. find a connection to it, but found that instead. Right. OK. That's all pointing in a direction that I don't know yet. But it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Whatever it is. <laughs> At this point, they realise they've forgotten where Elnor is, of course. He's no longer on the bridge. Where's the kid? He's taking a stick. Yes. <laughs> The kid has gone down to play. How? How? Well, I don't know. He's obviously suddenly knows now how the energizer works, if they still call it that. But he can't do that on his own. So did Girati beam him down? Because where did she go? She She was strangely absent in that last bit. Oh, was she? Well, I thought she was. Right. I know. No, I thought Rafi and Rios and Agnes all looked at each other. Oh, right. Okay in that little triangle, and none of them knew where he was. Uh, but he'd, oh, managed, yeah. he'd managed to beam himself down. Somehow, yeah. yeah. Take out three Romulans. Picard <laughs> um, says to him, I told you to stay on the ship. Yes, he says, I didn't listen. <laughs> uh, Picard says, thank you. Thank you for not listening. <laughs> with a shift from the last time he got told off. Yeah. Um, How is he ever going to learn if you keep... If Dad keeps changing his mind. Well, this is not following through, like Rizzo. Oh, it's, right. <laughs> it's, it's consistency people need, and they're just not getting it. No. People in authority. <laughs> but it was very, very fortunate that he ignored him and yes. went down uh, and sorted out those three guards. It was. More guards come in. Hugh needs more time to get the machine on full power. Uh, so Picard tries to get Elnor. Uh, and Soji to jump into the trajectory machine with that thing, he calls it. That thing will get us out of here. Uh, so to try and get him to jump into that thing, but Elnor says, no, I'll sort this out. You need a bit of time so they can't trace you once you've jumped through the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he tries to release him from his duty to protect him, but he declines to be released. So he's actually digging his heels in now. Yeah. He's intuitive. He makes up his own mind, and he's quite belligerent. We like him now, don't we? He turns up where there's a fight. He does, but, and that's, um, that's what he's been trained for. Yeah, and I think he knows that's where his strengths are. I mean, I'm a bit worried. I mean, it'll be it will be nice for him and Hugh to have some adventures together. It will, but that can't be where we leave Elnor. Do we can't leave Elnor like this? No. No, I don't think we can, and and. You couldn't leave Basil Brush like that. Exactly. Yeah. But you see, I have I have a theory. Oh, excellent. Okay. A wild theory. Is this the place for my wild theory? Uh, mm, well, go on. Go on. What is it? I can't move on now. Okay. <laughs> well, because they disappear. Picard and uh, Soji disappear off. Yeah. Picard having said, I will not leave you behind again. Yeah. And does exactly that. Delighted as I am to hear that, because I'm not, I'm going to stay here. And Picard disappears. He does. Leaving him behind. Again. Yeah. So the reason 
So here we go. Marie's oh, wild oh. theory. Um, there was a point last week when we were talking that I said um, that Rizzo looked a bit elf-like or a, a little bit like like she was sharing a hairstyle with Elnor. Yeah. I think I said something like that. Yeah. And then today, oh, this time I was watching it, I was thinking, do you know what? They really do look, their hair really is almost identical with the dark and then got the eyebrows and the pointy ears. And they, and I thought, hmm, I wonder if the, the brother that, that Narek mentioned earlier on, I think it was episode two, hmm. is actually, Elnor, who was removed from them as a child. So he got saved and then they were going to go back for the rest of the family. But they couldn't because Mars exploded or whatever it was. No, that's wrong. I've got all. But anyway, see what you mean. So they couldn't go back and get the rest of the family. So Rizzo and Narek and Elnor are, are, are all siblings because Elnor would now be 14 years older than the baby we saw. Right. So. Right, so he's Narek's brother. I think he's the baby brother that Narek didn't want to talk about earlier in the series. And the reason that Elnor didn't go down straight away to back up Picard was because he had more chance of bumping into his brother and that would have happened too early in the series. Now that he's stuck there on the cube with Hugh, next week he's going to walk straight into them, isn't he? Well, you would, yeah, because they're going to, well, I, I suppose the doors close. Yeah. We'll come back to that. The doors close. Yeah. Hugh says, can you give me a few minutes? Yeah. Elmo says, I'm not going to need a few minutes. <laughs> I got this. And then we hear him saying, you know, it's now legendary invocation. Hello, yeah. my name is Elno Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> And we'll that. Now we assume that he kills those guards coming towards him, but then how can they hide on a cube where he was just proven you can find out where anyone is unless they're in that Romulan meditation room? Oh, yeah. So you're right. They can't hide. They're going to have to be taken prisoner. So it's going to be brother against brother. Yeah. And sister. And sister. Now, so I was all set with that. Uh, so I've dropped that in, and now you're thinking, oh, maybe they could be. Yeah. Except then I went back to watch that scene again where he mentioned the brother yeah. that no longer was with them. He never said he died. He yeah. just said, I had a brother, and we don't talk about, talk him. about him. He said, yeah. well, unfortunately, he said, I'm just going to debunk my own theory now. Okay. He said, we, we lost him a year ago. Now, you've just said time doesn't work quite the same. So, you know, maybe he did lose him a year ago and then he grew up really quickly in 14 years. Hmm. He was with the Sisters of No Mercy for a long time, though, wasn't he? Yeah. So but maybe but Narek is very secretive and he said we lost him a year ago. Maybe it was ha ha. I said a year. What I really meant was 14 by the book for one, (laughs) one one when I say one. Year, I actually mean fourteen or something. I don't. I, I mean, right. I didn't remember that bit about one year. I yeah. didn't until I'd formed my theory and then went back just to prove myself right and proved myself a little bit wrong. But they do look similar, 
and he is wrong, you know. And the age works. He is the right age to have been their baby brother. And now he's going to be there with a sword pointing at his brother. And he'll be like, I knew, I knew it was you, Narek. You broke my heart. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) I get the Godfather reference. How brilliant. How brilliant. Oh, God. It's completely wrong, but it's out there now. Well, do we know? I would have thought the answer to this was yes, that Elnor had always been on that planet with the Sisters of No Mercy. That's what that's what we're led to believe, isn't it? We know they never found the right home for him. Yeah. I'm not, so when we we did that first scene of him as a boy, he was, what, about five or six or something? Yeah. Yeah. So was he an absolute baby? I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and watch now to see if it's yeah. so... What I'm trying to think of is whether when when they're saying that this isn't his place to be with there with the sisters of no mercy with all the women, yeah, and that they never found the right home for him, yeah. That doesn't mean they didn't try. You know, maybe he went back, but I would know that then, wouldn't he? Well, he's a man of few words. Yeah, I'd I be would... surprised if he'd been reunited with his family and then left them a year ago. Because Just I think, that he, sense. yeah, I think so. Because then he would know that his brother was a spy for the Romulans or... Yeah, but he wouldn't necessarily know that's where he was. No, that's true. But maybe we're trying too hard, but I think it's, it's, a good, yeah. it's a good theory. I think I've stretched it a little bit too far, though. But there is still something in that brother, isn't there? Well, there was no reason to mention... The only reason could be that he was trying to get Soji on side because they were talking about siblings. Who yeah, with the similar. Local. But if he can implant, is. if he can implant any fake news thoughts in her head, he doesn't need to invent a brother that's disappeared to create yeah. some empathy with her. He could just. And yet, if I had to listen to those arguments again now, I would say he was just lying when he said he had a brother in order to <laughs> show a shared experience with Soji. That was just a lie. Yeah, now we know how boring he really is. Yes. That's the kind of thing you make up to... Correct. ...to make someone like you when you've got no personality. Because he knew she had a sister, so I yeah. had a brother. So. Yeah. yeah. Which still then leaves us with Elnor Montoya. <laughs> his sword in the air. I love that. <laughs> and now they've got to get off this planet. Uh, this yeah, this cube. cube, yeah. But I can't, I can't see them doing that. So next week the yeah. episode is called Nepenthe right. so you've got to assume that it's going to be focused on Agnes meeting Soji yeah. and something around all of those people and I'm not sure we're going to see much of Elnor and Hugh and Narek they might have a week off but you think if they if they did take Hugh and and Elnor prisoner, and yeah. they coughed to where they'd gone, then right. Rizzo and Narek would be through that trajectory machine yeah. um, and popping out the other end in pursuit, wouldn't they? Uh, yes. Yes, that's true. So, so maybe, they all, maybe they all meet there. But I don't think Elnor and Hugh would give that information up unless they have a particular way of getting information out of people. Mm. Well, she has threatened torture before, hasn't she? Mm. 
But Hugh knows torture. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, so that, that won't impress him much. <laughs> uh, and Elnor, I don't know. You can't see him being taken prisoner anyway, can you? No, well, that's the, the, the Colwatt Millat, isn't it? They're, yeah. The best fighters and he's the best of them, so. But if he beamed down, what's stopping them from beaming them back up? Because they've gone to Nepenthe, haven't they? Well, no, they went, well. They've gone to rendezvous at Nepenthe. Yes, but have they, le- and I suppose they don't know they've left Elmore down there, do they? No, they don't. Right. I think they're about to find out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it continues. <laughs> so it continues. Oh, wow. So it was a bit stilted in pace. I think you're right. I think the Narek Soji in, interface did slow things down. Yep. And we had to get we had to get beyond the point of that relationship at it's, this episode. It yeah, couldn't it have would, continued any 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 well, longer. Just dragging everything far too much, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see Unless he does follow her. And just when we thought we were out <laughs> uh, I'll leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Well a lot. A lot happened. Some of it very slowly, but some of it was very good. Yeah, and I've not minded the slow pace of the story unfolding. I just got slightly annoyed, as as we've talked about, mm. with the fact they feel like they've got to explain it in conversation. Yeah. That's, that's what, you know, it doesn't need this chorus every so often to drive things forward. Yeah. Um, and yet they seem to slow everything down. To tell us a bit of backstory, or tell us what's going on in his head, or you know, and I think we can work it out. We could work it out in other ways. I think we can. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So hopefully, no more of that now. No, no, I think I think so. But I'm interested now to see where Picard goes. You know, they're starting to see that that sense of light in the Romulans, whatever it is they're doing on the cube, disassimilating. Yeah. The XBs. We know that there was uh, a plot, um, a Starfleet, Starfleet Romulan plot against yeah. the Romulans, um, but we haven't worked. We didn't return to that particularly this episode. Yeah. Um, that Picard's sense of righteousness uh, is well placed. Yeah. Uh, but that the Starfleet that he he knew and loved um, is very different. Yeah. So I am kind of interested now in that that sense of of how he comes to terms with that. Uh, and in a way, I'm hoping that it isn't just the case of you know a couple of bad apples spoiling the otherwise untouchable Starfleet goodness. It, it'd almost be a in, more interesting storyline to see now. That you know that facade of Starfleet crumbling, and Picard, you know, coming to terms with that. Yeah, like, yeah, they they accepted his resignation twenty years ago, and it wasn't the place he thought it was anymore. I wonder if it was ever the place he thought it was. Whether they've always been pawns of the military. Like yeah, like like Hydra and Captain America Mm. and all of that. That there's just been. Sleeper agents all the time, or yeah, yeah, 
could be. I'm really interested to see Agnes meet Soji now and see how they get on and also what, why Agnes's contribution was so significant and what that means because she had a lot of things yeah. that came up before and she was pretty low key this episode. Yeah. So now I think those things will bubble up like, you know, they you know the could be an earlier model. Oh, Which wow. Why her contribution was essential. Oh, wow. And she feels hollow because she actually is just a shell. <gasps> wow. We don't know anything about her story, do we? We don't. Can you imagine if Commander O tipped up and said, you're not real either? You're not real either. You were invented by this man you thought you were in love with. Would that but be she, enough? Oh, wow. But she also to... knows. She also knows, didn't she? She said, if you if you could see what they'd shown me. Yeah. And it's like, who was it and what did they show you? So she's seen things. So we need to know about that as well. Yeah. Um. Maybe they quantum dated some of her possessions yeah and it was all 37 months yeah you know oh. we don't you know they did work together uh, and this was a number of years ago yeah we, still, we don't know where she came from we don't wow oh mammoth episode yes indeed indeed so next week next week we're into yeah. the land of forgetfulness land of forgetfulness yeah see what that's all about maybe we'll forget maybe when you get there you forget everything uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's becoming more wizard of oz week by week (laughs) oh yeah well yeah looking forward to that one yes indeed good stuff yeah right shall we wind up then yeah, I'm out, I think. Yeah. Brilliant. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, find us on Twitter at Marie underscore and at the movie aisle. That's the movie aisle dot com uh, slash Marie. Um, we hope you'll join us again next week to find out what happens on Nepenthe and whether my completely wild theories have been debunked or whether I get the brownie points. Uh, and remember, Brendan, if you can't win. Change the conditions of the test. Correct. This has been Cobashi Marie and we will see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.